Hi, welcome to Status Random with Sean. Today's podcast is about why did it happen to us or anyone? The topic today is kind of a little synopsis of what we went through in military-based housing at a base in the United States. Uh, We ended up moving houses from what was considered a really small house um, to a house that was perfect for us, a historical home on base with a basement. It was like a dream come true, you know? It was considered a big house on base with all natural wood floors and hard doors that you know, you didn't push on it and your finger would go right through the wall. So we moved in and about six weeks later, we started to feel a little anxious or have some issues arise where, you know, I was on my third sinus infection. Just things weren't, weren't right. But we just thought it was because the area, we had only been there already a year and the Midwest is um, not the best for sinuses. We we were there for a few months, and then probably about the six-month mark, we started noticing some really things, like I would lose my vision in one eye, I would get really dizzy, have chronic sinus infections, um, our kids would have chronic sinus infections, we would wake up with our our eyes really puffy and red and, and bloodshot, we were snoring, uh, it was to the point where it just got a little unusual. Things were happening that we just couldn't understand. That, you know, being over a year there already, that you would be adjusted maybe to the allergies there. But we started to notice things like mold, the disgusting topic of mold in military housing. Granted, the military didn't own these houses anymore. They were privatized out. So you can't really blame the military for this. But I can blame the corporation that took over. Our first complaint for mold, I remember watching the guy come out and just painting over it and saying, it's mildew. Oh, this is common in these old houses. It's mildew. We just need to paint right over it, wipe it down with some mildex and carry on. Uh, we would have this, the strangest things happen, like a mouse in our oven. I mean, you can't even write this stuff in a book. A mouse in the oven. Things like that. These huge mole crickets would just like form in corners of the shed or you know you would find random things in your house Uh, the air conditioner units were never cleaned out the vents so it was like we would find pencils from like way maybe like the 70s or something and toys down there so the house was never prepped for us to move in it wasn't safe It looked great like this dream house on the outside, but the inside, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare that till this day still lasts in our system. We're still having issues from this. Um, It got to the point where my husband deployed. I was going crazy. I mean, I literally thought I was going crazy. My hearing would go out. My eyesight would go out. Parts of my body would go numb. I would have this internal tremor all the time. It would wake me up from a dead sleep. It started when our then two-year-old daughter, I noticed that she would walk and fall, walk and fall. So, of course, you know, the you would tell them that you lived in a home that was built before 1970. And the minute the doctors, oh, that's been taken care of by the government. So we're not concerned about lead or asbestos or anything like that. It's all, you know, encapsed and, and covered up how it's supposed to be. So they write you a little referral and you go to uh, physical therapy for your daughter and they tell you something is not right, that she has low muscle tone 
um, and that she needs to have braces on her feet. For any parent, this is scary because you think it could be more serious. There could be a brain tumor and they're not finding or, or it could be this and that. And, you know, a million things run through your head as a parent. Your whole thing in life is to take care of your children. That's what you live for is to take care of your children. And when you see your child have to wear braces on their feet because they can't walk without falling is the scariest thing. And I just kept putting two and two together all the time, racking my brain. How could we all be sick? How could my daughter have golf ball size lymph nodes? And nobody is concerned about this. I brought it up to the military doctors once and they called environmental health, who then environmental health called me and said, we can't put any money into that house because it's privatized now. You're going to have to contact the housing office to check for mold. Literally nothing could be done. Do you think the people that put us in this house that hid the mold would do anything to help us? No. And this is what military families are dealing with all the time with sick children in their homes because these contractors or these corporations don't want to do anything to spend money on fixing the things which is the right thing to do. We were in that house for three long years. We, even to the point where our dog started having masses on his body. I can't say how many times I have seen people come into the home and paint over stuff. Our sunroof, which was attached to the house, an all wood floor sunroof, I called them to tell them we could feel the air coming through a crack along the bottom. A contractor came out and said, this whole thing needs to be redone. You know, it's separating from the house. Housing office sent out a non-qualified technician to come out and he cocked the floor around the hole. Cocked it. These are people that you're paying $1,400 a month to live in the home and nothing is being done. Our freezer door wouldn't shut. The man came over with Vaseline around the seal to keep it closed. It took me three months of fighting to get a freezer and a refrigerator that worked. I can't tell you how many times I hear these horror stories and it makes me tear up. I get so upset because my life will never be the same. My daughter has a sensory issue due to it and it's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking to think that this could have been prevented had anybody listened to us. And there are so many families out there now suffering in these homes because they can't afford to live off base and it's going on deaf ears. This is something so dear to my heart that I hope that I get this podcast out and people listen and help take action because finally with Congress standing up and noticing all these issues, other families don't have to deal with this. And I'm sorry to be so emotional, but like I said, it's, we suffered for many years. And finally, when we started getting people involved, we got, went to legal and they said we had rights, but then they found out we didn't have rights because it's on the base. We were given this big house as a hush up house. Yes. Oh, yes. You're qualified for this big house. Well, how? We don't have three kids. That's crazy. 
and come to find out it was a hush house. A house to keep us quiet. But I'm not one to stay quiet. And it has been over two years since we had to deal with this particular base and what happened. If it wasn't for one person that helped us out and she know who she who she is, that one phone call that you made to help us and get us out of there. I mean, we're talking about a house. When you went up in the attic, there were burrow holes of from mice. My house was kept clean, as clean as it could be on the surface. But the internal part was up to the corporation. I got numerous phone calls when I called them and said, I want our HVAC system cleaned out because I believe what's blowing on us is mold and dust. And you would look at the the grates or whatever on the ceiling and it would be black with mold. And I got tired of them just coming to spray Mildex, you know, or Moldex, whatever it was. So I get these people to come over and clean the air system. And the guy says to me, well, we can only do the upstairs because they haven't approved downstairs. They don't think you need it done. And then I get a nasty phone call from one of the housing managers that says, you weren't there to let them in. I said, that's crazy. I'm standing right here with them. What are you talking? You slammed the door in their face. What are you talking about? They're here right now cleaning them. This is the stuff that people go through. You open your mouth and you say what you're supposed to say. And you're, you're trying to get the help that you need for your family to be safe and healthy. And they belittle you and they send you abrasive messages to try to make you feel small like you have no voice. I stood up in front of the base commander and I said, we need help. And by the time we were getting help, my husband was being sent to Korea. So this was my opportunity to go home and just leave it. I can't explain to you how we still feel. Our daughter still has a sensory issue, as well as numerous neighbors that we had there, their kids do. Forever, my daughter, my oldest, would have night terrors. And she would always be sick. Her eyes would be black underneath. I always had the shakes and anxiety. And uh, I developed anemia. I had stomach issues. All these things that can be from mold exposure. But here's the, the icing on the cake. When we tested our water, our water had lead and pesticides in there. When we tested our paint, there was lead. And then they came around and said, hey... You signed this paper when you moved in saying we didn't know there was asbestos of lead, but there is. So sign this. No, not me. We ain't signing anything because the paperwork we signed said there was no known existence of it in our home. I tell you, don't sign anything you don't feel comfortable with signing with. You can go to command now and you can explain to them the situation and there should be no reprimand. We have come this far that we can say that we were living in a shithole. That they think that your husbands or whoever's active duty can go to work and take care of what they need to do knowing their family's at home sick. This is unacceptable. And this is going to change and it has to change. And for anybody living in these circumstances, I ask you to please open your mouth and voice. Even if your husband or your spouse or whoever is in the military doesn't want to because they're afraid of reprimand, you have to open your mouth because nothing will change if you stay silent.
And I know this podcast was a very serious one and I was very emotional and I apologize for that, but this is something I am so strong for. It took me and two neighbors to even bring the topic up in our previous neighborhood. We were told so many times, oh no, it's not a problem, you're making it up. But I tell you what, when you put a bunch of spouses together in all different branches of the military, in all around the world, something's going to be done and we have to stick together and I don't want anybody to feel alone. And I'm sorry that this was such a serious topic, but it needed to be out there and done and talked about and no longer a secret. Today, I sign off and I appreciate the listeners and thank you for listening to Status Random.